he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I am Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy you're here. So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. Okay, so we know what you're thinking. What is She's All Batch doing in my podcast feed on a Tuesday? Like, I was honestly shocked. I woke up this morning on Tuesday and was like, <laughs> what the heck? What are we doing here? That's so crazy. Don't freak out. All, well, <laughs> oh, yeah, but I'm sure people were really freaking out. <laughs> they literally were like, oh my God, the world is ending. Everything is wrong. So yeah. if that was you, it's okay. Yes. Don't worry. Stop hyperventilating. Everything's going to yeah. be okay. Basically, all we want to do is try to get you the Bachelor recap sooner because normally the, the Bachelor recap is a part of our Thursday episode. And by Thursday, I mean, you may have been kind of like over the episode by now and that's fine, but we figured, hey, why not try to get you this part a little bit earlier? So fear not, Thursday is still going to be the same. You're still going to have a normal full episode with creeps and bachelor encounters and an interview, and it's going to be amazing, but this recap is coming to you sooner. So like, you're welcome, kind of. Yeah, we're literally just taking a chunk of the Thursday, moving it up a little bit to get it to you. I think everybody wins. I think everybody wins except us because we have like, to fucking record this. I didn't this. want to be so negative, but I'm like, except for us who are up at like late at night on Monday recording this, yeah. but it is all for the greater good. So the things I feel you do for great the about it. Yeah. The things I do for love. Seriously. Okay. Well, let's get right on into it. So mm-hmm. we, <laughs> Estonia, <laughs> we head to Estonia. We leave London. I need to ask you, did you know... One, Estonia was a country, because I did not. I was like, oh, what city is this? In what country? And where it was? Because I had to Google where Estonia was and and what it was. Is it a city, a country, a town? Like, who's to say? And I can't wait for Bachelor Data to come out and say, like, how many people searched in the first two minutes of the episode. Where is Estonia? Because I'm sure there was a spike on Google. I just know there must have been. Yeah. Well, I could find that information out for you, too. It's just Google Trends. But I'm sure everyone did. But did you find out when you – did you find out when you Googled it? Yeah, it's a country. Um, It's kind of like – it's near, like, Latvia, if you know where that is. I know where Latvia is because shout out to our Latvia listeners. We um, rank on entertainment oh news charts God. in Latvia. So, like, whoever is listening from Latvia, what up? Woo! Okay, we love Latvia and yeah. Estonia. It looked very beautiful. I was down. Yeah. Well, so the only thing negative this week is Zach's COVID test. Thank God he's out of quarantine. But Greer is quarantined. How did that, like, what? Yeah. The irony of all this. Well, and the whole thing, the way they told us it was really weird because we have, in the beginning of the episode, Jesse and Zach sitting down for a little coffee date where they say Greer is under the weather. And Zach's like, Mm -hmm. oh, is she okay? Oh, yeah, she's fine. I thought that was Zach kind of asking, oh, she's not feeling well, but she doesn't have COVID, right? And Jesse's Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, she's fine. But then we find out later in the episode, Greer 100% has COVID, but they didn't say it at the top of the episode. And I think that's a really weird way to go about this. You want to know what's funny? So the scene with Jesse and Zach talking, I was like kind of getting situated in my bed because it was the beginning of the Mm -hmm. episode. I didn't hear what they said, but I'm like, oh, it's probably nothing. It's fine. And then it wasn't until Jess says, I'm the only one here who hasn't had a one-on-one date. And I'm like, what about Greer? Where the hell's Mm -hmm. Greer? And then I texted Jackie and I'm like, wait, where's Greer? And then, then it all clicked that I missed it. But yeah, why wouldn't they just say off the top that, Greer has COVID because that is just like 
irony based on how last episode ended. I know, especially because, like, obviously she got it from Zach, but, like, they did they really even spend any time together? And then how does Greer get it but not Gabby, who made out with him? I know. It's the whole, I mean, I feel like we've, like, talked about this a lot, but the whole protocol of how they're dealing with COVID of, like, okay, so Zach has COVID, so he's quarantining, but, yes, Gabby was literally making out with him the day before. She's fine. She's with all the girls. Greer gets COVID, so she goes and quarantines, but all the other girls don't go quarantine. It's just, like, it's a little sloppy, and... How does Logan feel about all of this? Because when Logan got COVID, he just had to go home. But Greer, we saw us getting to come back. Yeah, last minute at the at the promo at the end, we find out Greer comes back. Like, girl, if you think for a second, you barely made it last episode. Like, you're no, going home. She's honestly obviously... lucky she got COVID because if she didn't, she probably would have gone home this episode. Well, um, where is she quarantining? Did she fly to Estonia? <laughs> Amazing Question. Or is she no quarantining in London with the corgis and the tea, which is where I hope – that's where she belongs. Mm, I kind yeah. of hope she's back in London. That's an amazing question, though, that they did not address. I guess it depends on when they find out she has COVID, though, right? Because it's if yeah. she finds out in London, they're, they're probably not going to be like, okay, but, like, hop on this plane with all these people and then quarantine – Mm-hmm. So they'd probably just leave her in London. But are they just going to leave this girl in London while they all go to Estonia? Right. And then, like, where do, how does it work with, like, you're on Bachelor's Dime, right? You're, like, staying mm-hmm. at, in their hotels and everything is being paid for. When they leave, let's say they leave, they go to Estonia. You're like, okay, you're going to quarantine here in London. Does all of a sudden she gets the bill for the hotel because she has amazing to quarantine longer? Like, I have a lot of amazing questions today. How does it work, Greer? Tell us. Honestly, that would be a very interesting deep dive for them to kind of tell us how it works. Like, I agree with you. I think they're probably paying for her hotel, but like is Greer ordering her own room service? They probably, you know, they probably have it all booked and she just orders room service because she can't really leave the room. So like, what is she supposed to do? Mm -hmm. But I would like for them to explain it to us. I think that would be an interesting segment because all these people are getting COVID. Yeah. Okay. So right off the bat, after we find out that Greer is sick, we find out that Charity gets a redemption date and she gets a one-on-one date in Estonia, which is great. I'm so happy he didn't just skip over her because that would have been ridiculous. It would have been so evil, but could you imagine if they did that? Like if they wanted to get someone to spiral, they should have skipped Charity at least for a few weeks and then given her one after. These producers, I'm like, what do you guys want? Are you trying to make a love story here? Are you trying to make people spiral? Because they're being very inconsistent. They should have skipped well, charity. It's certain people. They don't want charity right. to spiral. I mean, yeah. first of all, she is just like a goddess. I'm just like staring at her and I'm like, everything about you is perfect. Something even about her outfits this episode. I was like, mm. you look like you were styled by ABC. Like she looked so, maybe she just has amazing style, but she looked so polished and put together and like bachelorette-esque to me Mm, that I don't think they want to make charity spiral. I think they want to make Jess spiral and Greer spiral. And there are certain people that fit into certain categories. And yeah, like honestly, if they wanted to make Jess spiral, they'd give her a date, Zach would get COVID, and then they'd just move on to the next person. I know. that's how that would work for her. That would have been so good. Charity, thankfully, does get the one-on-one date today. And the drama that kind of lasted throughout the entire two-hour episode happens right here, right when Charity gets the date. So mm-hmm. so Zach comes in to pick up Charity for the date, and Kat was like, hey, can I just pull you outside for a second? Which is a pretty ballsy move. And 
controversial. There seems to be a lot of opinions about it. And it, like I said, it kind of lasted for the duration of the episode. So off the bat, what was your thoughts? Um, Off the bat, my thought was this is like kind of annoying, but I'm fine with it. Okay. I don't know. I feel, well, you texted me during the episode saying we were going to have probably disagreements on it. So what did you think about it? Because I'm so curious. Well, I think it's um, multiple layers here because, you know, it first happens, then there's all the fighting about it, then there's more fighting about it, then there's more fighting about it. And Mm -hmm. as the episode continued, I became less on Brooklyn's side because I was like, okay, girl, like, let's put things into perspective. Is it is it selfish and really not the best move? It's not, like, it's not totally. nice to do. Sure. Like, no one is saying that, like, Kat should win a prize for her behavior there. But, like, she didn't she didn't kill anyone. Like, there are worse things she could do. <laughs> yeah, truly. And also, too, I totally agree with you with the Brooklyn thing. Because it was, like, if there was anyone who might be a little bit irked by that, it's Charity. Because... Right. Even to what Brooklyn was explaining was the problem with the behavior was, oh, you're taking this moment away from Charity. And so then when Kat was talking to Charity about it, trying to actually have a mature conversation, Brooklyn runs over and, like, says her piece. And it's like, Brooklyn, this is not about you. I don't think you need to chime in here. Let Kat and Charity discuss if there even is any ill will and, like, move on. But Brooklyn just keeps it going. Also, side note, doesn't she look like Hunter? I wrote down Hunter so many times when I was taking notes on this um, episode. And then was like, oh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they have similar I feel looks. like they're like twins. Anyway. Yeah, it was when she – and so I liked that Charity pulled Kat aside because it's like, okay, these are the two people who should actually mm-hmm. be talking. Like, let her yeah. kind of say her piece. And then when Brooklyn immediately storms in, I'm like, dude, like, Brooklyn is the female Aaron Clancy. And I don't know how I feel about it. I don't really know – like – it's not really your battle to fight. And I can understand being Brooklyn and being pissed, though. Like, I'm trying to put myself in their position in the house. That would bother me for sure that, like, some girl is doing that. But enough to drag it out this long, not so much. It kind of feels like Brooklyn might know what she's doing here. Like, the more I drag this out. I was about to say, I think... Yeah, Brooklyn is kind of seeing the writing on the wall now as we get to less and less girls. I don't think Zach is as into Brooklyn as he Mm. is with several other people. I think his connections are stronger with a lot of people. So I think maybe Brooklyn is sensing that and is like, if I want to last, because by hometown, she's going to be gone. So if she wants to last, make it to (laughs) Budapest, she has to like get involved in some sort of drama because I, jumping around a little bit, when Brooklyn got, did Brooklyn get the last rose or Kat did? Kat did. Whatever. Brooke, okay, Kat got the last rose, but Brooklyn got a rose. I was shocked by that because I thought Allie actually had a better connection with Zach in general, but I think it was just a situation where they're like, okay, Brooklyn's staying for the drama, everyone else move along, Mm -hmm. and then unfortunately Allie got the short end of the stick. I feel like, you know, some connections were stronger, some were less. Yeah. I could see both sides of it, too. Is it not nice to do to charity? You're kind of stealing her moment. Yes. But if Kat is really seeing that Zach could be her husband, she just hasn't – she hadn't seen him in a week now. He just mm-hmm. got over uh, having COVID. This is the first time she's seeing him not on a freaking computer screen. And yeah. to, she wants to pull him aside. And we know a producer's like, hey, you can go and do that. We're not giving permission Absolutely. to just anyone but just you. You can go do it. Of course or she's she going to take that opportunity. They're probably maybe she asked. like, hey, Zach really wants you to um, check in with him. Or totally. I don't know, something. Truly who knows. I don't think it's that bad, though, that she even wants to, like, check in a little bit. It's not like she's stealing someone 
on a group date. I feel like that's a little bit worse. The way Brooklyn was talking about it is as if Kat interrupted Charity's one-on-one date. <laughs> yeah, like exactly literally aside and made out with him in the bathroom stall and then sent him back out to go hang out with Charity. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. She pulled him aside to say hi. I kind of was thinking, why was no one upset with Zach? Once again, we're kind of Mm. really... Always blaming the woman. It's like, it takes two to tango. It takes two to have that little convo. Because I can understand why Zach doesn't want to say, like, no, you can't pull me aside. But let's say they go out in the hallway and he's like, hey, you know, like, I'm glad you pulled me aside to say hi, but I I really can't talk long. Like, I have charity waiting. Or Mm -hmm. said something along the lines of, I was thinking about charity. He kissed her, too. I think it just goes to show, though, how Zach treats people so differently when he actually likes them. Like, I think he really likes Kat. And so, of course, he's <laughs> like, oh, well, it's fine if Kat does this. But had it been like, yeah, I don't know, if Greer pulled him aside, could you imagine? He'd be like, Greer, excuse me. Um, I'm trying to find my wife. And right yeah. now I'm talking to Charity. Right. So, yeah, Greer, why goodbye. don't you go make a sales call or something? <laughs> like, literally. Oh, poor Greer. Uh uh, then Kat, Kat, like, genuinely doesn't understand why the girls are upset, though. She says, why can't I have my moment? Like, because it's not your moment, though. Mm. It's Charity's moment. That's why you can't have this this specific moment. You've had several other moments surrounding this one. Just not this one. Yeah, it's a little self-centered. But I don't know if that's being fed to her or if that's just how she feels. I think it, honestly, to make it a little bit worse, though, too, the fact that it's Charity's redemption date. Like, it's the date she didn't get to have last week. And you're saying, why can't I have my moment? Because Charity didn't get to have her moment. And now she's getting Mm -hmm. it. So don't go out in the hallway and make out with him, please. Respectfully. <laughs> Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Decline. And Ar- Ariel, I love, pulls Kat aside and Kat's like, don't you realize that's not what I normally would have done? Like, what is this, like, fictional world? Like, you did do it, though. And Ariel flat out says, she's like, yeah, but you did do it. Right. What, is, what does that even mean? That's not what I normally would have done? Like, in... She blamed in what COVID. Like, she said, like, the COVID situation kind of turned everything on its head. So, like, mm. normally she wouldn't do that. But because she didn't get to see Zach for a week and blah, 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 she did it. And Ariel's like, okay, but but you did it. So that's not a defense. Yeah, that doesn't really work for me. That, that kind of feels like she's saying, like, yeah, like, in real life, I wouldn't do that. But it's like, but we're in real life right now. We just happen to be in real life. That happens to be on a TV show. But it's still, like, happening. We're still in reality. It's supposed you know? to be real life, but I don't know how real it really is. It is in, like, a literal way. Like, it is literally real life. Mm-hmm. We're not dreaming it. I, s- <laughs> I <laughs> Getting sighed, really deep now. I sighed with Kat when she said we can express our feelings to each other without saying, like, mean words. Totally. Yeah. Hell yeah, Kat, because I felt so bad I went to Kat's Instagram and, like, all on her comments of her last post is, like, classless, oh, you're disgusting. Oh my God. And it's just so silly. Like, guys, let's put into perspective what the girl really fucking did. She pulled the guy that she's dating into the hallway and kissed him. Okay. You got me there. But that is not a crime. Like, at the end of the day, that is the extent of what she did. It's not the best move, but it's like, come on. Like we said, though, Charity should be the one upset, but Charity seems fine. Like, she doesn't seem to have as nearly as much of an issue. No, it's only Brooklyn really, like, pushing this along and keeping it going as long as it is. But Brooklyn was also the one pushing things along with Christina Mandrell. I kind of feel like Mm. Brooklyn is union leader, Aaron Clancy. She's going to hook up with him in paradise. (gasps) Oh, no. 
That I would... hope he doesn't come back. I, it's nothing I know, about right? them hooking up. I'm like, I just don't want Aaron back on Paradise. Like, enough is enough. We had two seasons in a row. Yeah. There's always that he should character, be retired. though. There's always that character. The person that kind of fights other people's battles or gets angry on behalf of someone else. Like, I'm mad that the lead can't see that the villain isn't here for the right reasons. But, like, I, too, am also not really here for the right reasons because I'm spending all my time focused on the villain. There's always that person. That's Brooklyn. And I didn't see that coming. In previous episodes, I saw her as, like, top four. Now I don't see that at all. Yeah, I was always skeptical. I knew she'd make it far. So despite the uh, cat kiss before the date, the date goes off without a hitch and without... Is that the phrase, without a hitch? Um... Without I'll start again. It's, that's from The Wizard of Oz, I think. <laughs> when we began to switch, uh, the house uh, began to pitch. That's like my favorite movie. Why can I not think of the exact lyrics? But they say that in, in that song. You guys know. Sound off in the comments below. Oh, we're keeping this in? Oh, God. I don't know. Um, maybe. <laughs> so the day goes off without a hitch, I guess. I don't think that's the phrase. But they stumble upon a wife-carrying competition because, like, that happens when you're walking the streets of Estonia with your lover. Mm. Sometimes <laughs> you just stumble upon a wife-carrying competition. Zach's like, I love that Charity's, like, down for anything. She's like, yeah, we'll do it. As if Charity doesn't fucking know that this is obviously a staged thing and that this isn't normally happening. Like, I don't think on a random Tuesday they're having wife-carrying competitions, unless that's, like, an Estonia ritual that I'm unaware of. Fill me in. Could be. (laughs) Have you... Well, have you ever seen on... I think it's on TikTok, the husband calling competitions? These are from, like, state fairs in Minnesota. But it reminds me the same thing. Like, wife-carrying carrying, husband calling, and it's literally women who get on the microphone and they're like, Paul, Paul, <laughs> what? Wait, why? It's what, so, because it? it's a competition of who can like call their husband the best. It's like, call them, like just say their name over Yeah, like just like, like someone, it's so stupid. Someone will be like, yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo, Kevin, Kevin. And then like, that's the whole competition. Who? How do you determine if they win? If Kevin and Paul turn around? I don't know. I think the audience. <laughs> no, I think the audience like votes. It's part of some states' state fair. I'll share the TikTok somewhere, maybe in okay. the Facebook group or something. It's wild, but it's giving off the same energy as wife carrying competition. I like can't. I'm like gonna cry thinking about it. It's so. I'm just. Funny. I, can we segue? Why? I just. How do they determine a winner? Like. Oh, Kevin came the you fastest. You just have to have the best call. Like, I don't know. Some of them get really into it. Like, sometimes they'll just be like, Paul, Paul. But sometimes they're like, yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo. Like, I don't know. And you just see who's, who's doing the best. Maybe they could do um, call husband calling on future dates. Because they always have something mm. like, the town always does this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the person on the date could, like, join the competition and be like, let's see if you can call your future husband's Yeah. Dad. Against all these other trained professional husband callers. Right. Yeah, so Zach was very impressed that that Charity was down to be carried. Aren't we all down to be carried, though? Like, that's the easiest job in the the wife-carrying competition. You have the easy job as the wife. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of thinking that she's getting a hometown for sure after this date. Me too. Okay. I mean, she's been in my top four, like, since the beginning. Um, This date pretty much solidified it for me. It was very classic. Yeah. Like, they got along really well. The night portion went well. They Zach really seemed really connected to her. And, like, I, I think it's, like, locked in. Yeah. Locked and loaded. Nothing you could do about it, cat. 
No kiss from cat's gonna stop that. But um, we move over Ooh, to... Oh, you sound like the cat in the hat. Ooh. How about that? Wow. <laughs> we are like on one tonight. I, this, I feel like Guys, we're more funny late. because it's like late at night. And I'm just like, hee hee hee, I'm being silly. Hee hee hee. Paul! I want to enter the husband calling contest. I would be, be way good like, at it. more dramatic though. I'd be like, Russell! Oh, that God. would be, that would honestly score really highly. I'll send you the video right after we stop recording this. Let's move over to this group date because. Mm-hmm. Jess is pissed that she didn't get a one-on-one date. And this is where Jess said, I'm the only one that didn't have a one-on-one date. And if you remember, I said in the beginning, when Jess says this, I'm like, wait, what about Greer? So it took me this entire time to realize that Greer wasn't here. (laughs) (laughs) That's like literally an hour and a half. I I was like, wait, what what about the girl that got COVID that one time during her sales quarter? So they go to a healing witch. Do you ever wonder? I mean, this episode was full of crazy characters on dates how do they find the healing witch linkedin like do they put out a casting call yes do you or anyone you know know a healing witch <laughs> go to abc.com and click apply i always just wonder that if that's just like someone in the town who does some sort of like witchy thing and they like reach out or if they just like hire a background actor to come in and be a healing witch i don't know i don't know how much healing she really did same thing with the nude people i'm like how do you find those well those are and do you think they were really nude do you think they're really nude i don't know i thought that too that crossed my head i'm like do they have like underwear on or something right right like the same way kenny was naked quote unquote but you could see his mic pack was tucked into his butt, so clearly he was wearing underwear. <laughs> Wait, he tucked it into his butt? No, you could see the wire. So it's like they're saying he's naked, but it's like, okay, he's clearly not naked because where is his mic pack? I see the uh, wire going down his back. He didn't literally tuck it into his butt. The so. sneaky mic pack gets you every time. I know. But so Jess is freaking out. Yeah, Jess is freaking out. She's crying before the date. She's basically crying during the date. Yeah, so there was something with a candle and your healing energy, and conveniently the candle gets blown out when Jess and Zach are holding the candle Mm. because, like, even the wind knows that Jess is not going to get that final rose. And it just, I don't know, it just made it ten times worse for Jess because she already felt like in last place and Mm -hmm. to have the least amount of healing energy on the healing energy date, that's the last thing you want, you know? Totally. What did you think about Jess going home and that whole conversation? I have a lot of thoughts, actually. Okay. Please tell me them. Okay. He goes and gets her. Like, he has to have a conversation with her, right? Which isn't always normally what they do. And she's talking and she brings up how she's insecure about how she hasn't had a one-on-one date. And I was kind of confused by his response because... For a while in the conversation, he's comforting her as if yes. she is a yes, front yes, runner. Yes. And he's like, but it's okay. But there's more time. But I feel like such a strong connection with you. And then just she pushed it just one too far. And you almost saw the exact moment that he like realized in his head, like, all right, this is drama. I have zero tolerance mm. for drama. I'm turning off the switch. And it's like he went from... I still, like, I believe in us. I feel a strong connection to, you know what? I don't feel it anymore. And it's like you push him too far and he just snaps to the other side. What happened 10 minutes ago? You were saying it was totally fine. And he also was like, it's not about one-on-one dates. My question is, if you felt so strongly about her and you felt this great connection with her, 
I have the same questions she does. Why didn't she get one sooner? Do you think maybe he was waiting till later to give her a specific one-on-one date? Because remember, Ari said that about Lauren, that he, like, didn't give her a one-on-one date for a while because he wanted to save Paris for Lauren because it was, like, a special place. Lauren got two back-to-back one-on-one dates that season. Yeah. I think if you really are excited about someone, you yes, you want to give them a great date, but you also want to get that connection going as soon as possible because you only have so long in this process. So, yeah, I feel like it's tough timing though because also too, you don't you don't want to be too early because I feel like a lot of people who have one-on-one dates in the first week or two end up fizzling out by yeah. the time they get to like hometowns or fantasy suites because they're like, wait, we literally haven't talked to each other in five weeks. Yeah. You so know I, the magic I week is I three, right? This whole the magic week is three. Well, they it's like um, statistically, the yeah, person yeah, that yeah. gets a one-on-one date at week three typically goes far or wins or something because you gotta like you want to go you want them to go early because you're excited about them, but you don't want them to go too early, but you don't want them to go too late. So you kind of have to find that balance. Yeah, and if they go early, aside from Lauren getting two one-on-ones back to back, I feel like if you go early-ish, then you can maybe get a second one-on-one yes. later on. I feel like that mm-hmm. happens a lot too. From this conversation, though, with Jess and Zach, I feel like he really, I don't know, the sense I got from all of this was that he actually likes her and was trying to reassure her. And yes, she was kind of pushing, 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 where he kind of was like, "Mm, well, maybe I'm unsure. But then ultimately, she was the one who sent herself home. And I don't think Zach would have inevitably done that that night. He might have started becoming unsure. Wait, you think she did? I took it that he took, he sent her home. I thought it was more her being like, oh, I shouldn't be like begging someone to take me on a date. Like if this is my husband, like I should feel chosen. Mm -hmm. It was unclear. It was not explicitly clear who decided like, okay, you're going home. But um, it felt more like her deciding it because then Zach was so upset and so like blindsided and like, oh, I did not see it going that way. And I could see when you're in a conversation with someone and things just start getting heated, like in the moment, you're like, okay, well, like, I don't know. I don't know. But he went into it so into her. Compare that to like how he acted to Bailey when Bailey was like, wait, what the heck? And he's like, (laughs) yeah, I don't like you. Like, please, goodbye. So that's unfortunate. I wonder if we've seen the last of her. I would like... He seemed really upset about that. Yeah, and I wonder if she just... I mean, she clearly was really insecure about that and wanted a one-on-one date. He was Mm -hmm. questioning, like, why is it about a one-on-one date? What do you mean? Like, the whole point of this is to date and to see who you have the strongest connection with. Why are you acting like one-on-one dates aren't important, Zach? You obviously know that they are. He was kind of making her seem like she was making a big deal out of nothing. But it is a big deal. I wonder, though, if she just kind of expressed it, moved on, she probably would have just gotten the next one-on-one date. If she didn't, then (laughs) she should bring up, like, now I have a big problem if someone else got their second. That happens on a lot of seasons, too. Like, when the frontrunners start getting their second and then the clear non-frontrunners didn't even get their first. That happens Mm. a lot in other seasons. But when Jess was in the limo home and she's like, why wouldn't I want to be chosen? Why wouldn't I want to go on a date with a guy I want to marry? Like, yes, you are completely valid, Jess. Like, I don't think anyone's disagreeing with you here except Zach, who made you feel like, I don't know, it's weird to want a one-on-one date. Yeah, no, I don't think she was wrong in sending herself home. I just think it's, like, kind of a bummer because it seems like they both, like, miscommunicated to each other. Mm -hmm. And it seems like he actually was pretty into her and was trying to reassure her and she wasn't really – getting that and maybe he wasn't communicating that well maybe she was just like so focused on like okay but i'm not getting a date that she couldn't really see that he was trying to reassure her 
Mm-hmm. I don't know, missed connections, you know? Missed connections. I could see that being a reconciliation moment at the Women Tell All, where mm. they say, Zach, do you have anything you want to say to Jess after your last time you saw her? <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Should have given you a one-on-one. She's like, you're right. One-on-one dates matter in this process. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And she's like, but I was too busy <laughs> okay. n- necking with Kat in the hallway to necking remember to give you a, a date phrase. i know um okay so then after the group date ariel gets is it ariel or ariel ariel is the disney princess i think her name's ariel, ariel is kylie jenner's makeup artist so i think it's ariel okay. the disney princess i think that's how both okay it. so we'll go with that one um so she gets a one-on-one date they go to um a naked sauna and i brought up this question earlier do we think the couple that joined them was naked? Well, Sound you know how there's the always below. that old couple that shows up and they're like, here's the secret to everlasting love. But, you know, they're like, why are you here? I've never just had an old couple stumble up, up to me on a date with someone and give me, like, marriage tips. So they're mm-hmm. obviously paid actors. Yes. Are they nude? I don't know. And where did they find them? <laughs> Like, literally, background, central casting again. Like, do you or someone you know know like to go nude (laughs) in saunas? Go to abc.com and click apply. Yeah, but Ariel seemed to have a good spirit about it. They, I mean, I think she's a really strong contender for hometowns. We'll see. She's not, like, a locked-in top four for me, but she's definitely a wild card. I think she is, like, cream of the crop, like, the best person on the season. I think she's so cool. She's e- either going to rule Paradise or mm. be the Bachelorette. I think She just Paradise seems, like, too smart likely. for this show. You know mm. what I mean? Like, she just seems, like, so level-headed and, like, more above it all. And I think Zach is very impressed by just, like, how... I don't know. She just gives off, like, a classy vibe to me and just, like, mature. Yes. And to the person that DM'd me saying, does Ariel remind me of Jacqueline Trumbull, who we've had mm. on the podcast, I said no at the time. I fully agree with you now. And and it's not the only DM. I've gotten, like, probably two or three DMs of people saying she reminds me so much of Jacqueline. They don't, like, necessarily look alike, but they give off the same energy. They kind of talk the same. And they're very smart and mature. And Mm -hmm. I feel like she definitely – so I can't find your DM, but I totally agree with you now. After seeing her a little bit more, she definitely reminds me of her. Um, Definitely not Zach's final pick, though, I don't think. Which I think that's pretty obvious. I don't know. No, I – yeah, I would agree with that. I think – Right now, my top contenders are K- Katie or Kat, honestly. I think he really likes Kat. But Kat, I think, will get too involved in the drama that eventually it'll be too much. His drama meter will, like, go off. I don't know. I think he yeah. really likes Gabby, too. I think there are a lot of contenders. Oh, yeah, Gabby. Charlie D'Amelio. I want Charlie D'Amelio to come on and host a group date that Gabby's on. Do you think that'll happen? Zach's going to get confused. He's not going to know which one is which. What? And they can switch halfway through the group date. And Charlie be like, can I steal you for a sec? And he thinks it's Gabby. Mm-hmm. That's good television, people. That's what you need to be producing. They probably could because she was on Dancing with the Stars, too. She's an easy get. Oh, yeah. She's an ABC employee. Anywho's, so next week they go to Budapest, you said? Yes. How did, did they say that? I, did, I missed that. Yeah, they did, they did say that. Yeah, and Greer comes back crazy. Um, she obviously is going to go to Zach's hotel room and get immediately sent home looking forward to seeing it i hope she's got some tea i hope she's i mean i didn't mean gossip but i hope she's got some tea in london and is now coming for 
Yeah. yeah. Maybe she was able to get, like, you know how they do, like, high tea? Maybe she could get that room service delivered in her yeah. hotel. And maybe we'll get some, like, reconciliation over their final conversation. Because they had that conversation, and it ended awkwardly. And actually, it's going to be something we creep on this week, because Zach has made some comments about it in, like, recently. It's kind of, oh, God, this is, like... yeah. This is like time warp. I know, warp. it's like kind of, it's, it is time warp. So I guess what? This week he's made <laughs> comments and you'll hear about it in Thursday's episode when we creep on it? No, I think I think that was perfectly clear. Everyone gets it. But I think Zach is seeing the backlash and has seen that everyone's like, Zach, you were in the wrong and he is quickly doing damage control. Oh, and they say, I don't know if, obviously you can never believe a promo and they are known to deceive us, but they're making it seem like Zach is going to make a decision to not have sex with anyone in the fantasy suites, which is a hot take, but Wait, and then he goes, he's like, I don't know how the women are going to take it. They're all just dying to jump my bones. Like, I I actually don't think it's going to be that crazy. Like, I feel like- I kind of do though, because I couldn't imagine getting engaged to someone without- testing it out first you know yeah that's a big ask of someone to li- but it, but at least he won't engaged. get himself into any trouble no i understand and if he really is going into fantasy suites unsure of who he might end up picking i do think that's the smartest way to go mm-hmm. that way you don't upset anyone or like ruin any relationships yeah. well like nick vial said i knew i was picking vanessa so i only had sex with her right but doing it with anyone else would have muddied the water. What does no sex mean? Mm, where's the line? Where's the line, BJ's? You never know. No, I, when someone says that, I think <laughs> you have to keep all your clothes on. Yeah. I'm just trying to muddy the waters for us because it's more fun. No, it's true. It is. It's not clear. It is not clear. Because watch, he gets like a blowjob from someone, but he's like, I did not have sexual. What is that mm. line? I did not. Have I did not have sexual <laughs> relations with that woman. With, wow. Yeah. So could be one of those. The waters are muddy, guys. The (laughs) waters are muddy. So yeah, this is your recap this week. It's not going to be in Thursday's episode because we're giving Mm -hmm. it to you early. Again, you're welcome. Hopefully you liked it. If you didn't, let's all just put our fingers over our mouth and say, shh, don't tell us because we stayed up really late. (laughs) You don't need to tell us that you didn't like it. (laughs) Just Just keep that one to yourself. Write about it in your diary and like (laughs) Tell your tell your therapist or something. Yeah. Like, don't tell me. Okay. Well. <laughs> My DMs are closed. I thought this was really fun. I had a great time. So we'll see you guys Thursday. That's yeah, so it. we're going to see you guys Thursday. We don't have to wait a whole week until we meet again. Just mm-hmm. two days. You, we, we can make it. Yeah. I Just sing tomorrow from Annie twice. <laughs> and that'll get you there. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Goodbye, bitches. Bye.